Welcome back to DQP Does Drafted Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show. When when we have a choice between three books, we also choose the wrong one. With me this evening is my co-host Russell. Every time, yeah, I'm tired of getting my face stretched out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave. This week we got uh we got. Russell says it's Viking Pikachu, but I I still say it's uh uh some European pop star chick uh Pikachu. <laughs> um But yeah, anyway, I feel like the stuffed animals distract you. They do. Uh <laughs> We are we are continuing uh Evil Dead May uh, with Army of Darkness 1992 rated R an hour and 21 minutes um yeah so I'm gonna get right into it yeah let's do it so just like not exactly like the end we're retconning again yeah yeah we are uh <laughs> uh we land in Ash lands in uh, medieval Europe, 13th century. He guesses. He's not sure. Uh, and um, he's found by Lord Arthur. Hmm. And uh, his <laughs> men. And um, they think he's uh, one of. I don't remember the other guy's name one of this other guy's men so they take him prisoner to take him back to their their keep uh it goes back over the plot of evil dead 2 but it leaves out all those characters i complained about <laughs> <laughs> like they didn't exist <laughs> yeah it does uh also recast for linda also recasts linda again the third time uh <laughs> what the fuck so <laughs> whatever sam uh <laughs> so he gets taken to this keep and they're gonna get fed to uh something in a pit and we find out it's a deadite or two we don't know multiple deadites uh and the, these people are beset by the deadites and ash defends himself from one and gets out and and he's like look you fucking primates uh and then the, their wise man's like oh he's the man prophesized to help us against the deadites and he's like i don't care i just want to go back to my time and they're like well get us the get us the necronomicon and we'll uh, make a deal we'll we'll send you back and he's like okay let's fucking do it so he goes to get the Necronomicon, and they're like, all right, when you pick it up, you gotta say these words. Klaatu, Verata, Nikto. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, whatever. Okay, I'll do it. And they're like, no, repeat the words. He's like, fuck you. I know the words. Klaatu, Verata, Nikto, whatever. All right. <laughs> so he goes, he gets attacked in the woods uh, by the the entity. Uh... He holes up in a windmill uh, where he starts having, like, the the mirror vision again. Yeah. So he breaks the mirror, which ends up just spawning a bunch of tiny ashes to attack him. <laughs> and it turns into some, like, Gulliver's Travels shit. Uh, and one of the, they, like, feed him one of them. And then it starts growing inside him. And the he like runs out into the woods, and as it's like growing and splitting, he has like two heads, and then he has you know four legs and two arms, and then he f finally like splits all the way in half. And they they fight a little bit, and one of the best, like one of the better scenes in like the whole series, right? Is yeah, the, is the fight between Good Ash and Evil Ash? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh. And he kills, he kills, in air quotes, uh, Evil Ash by shooting him in the face. 
And then he takes him back to the windmill and he cuts him apart where he comes back to life as he's cutting him apart <laughs> and he buries him. Uh, and then he goes to the cemetery to get the book. When he gets there, there's three books. He's like, motherfuckers didn't tell me there was going to be three fucking books. So he's trying to pick which book and he picks the wrong one first. And it's like a portal to somewhere. Uh, and he gets sucked in and he gets out and he's like all stretched out and he does the fucking cartoon shaking his face to get it back in the right shape. Uh, funny. <laughs> uh, and then he goes to pick the other and the next book and he's like, ah, nah, nah, I know it's not you. It's the other one. So he grabs the other one and it like turns into a fucking flying mimic book thing <laughs> and tries to eat him. And he's like, motherfucker. And he finally gets that one to leave him alone, and it, like, lands back on the on the pedestal. So then he picks up the other... Goes to pick up the other book. He's like, oh, fuck. The words. I gotta say the words. And he forgets the last word. <laughs> classic. This is, like, pop culture classic shit now. Yep. It's so good. Klaatu Verata! Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, no. What was the third word? And then he tries to pull a fast one on magic words, which is the best thing ever. With the, the cough mumble. Klaatu. Verata. <laughs> oh, yeah, I said your words. All right, I'm taking the book. That's <laughs> uh, so good. So he picks up the book, and of course he didn't say the fucking words. So lightning strikes, you know, all the dead rise in the fucking graveyard and are trying to t pull him down into the into their graves, and he escapes. Goes back to to the uh, the keep, and you see lightning strike the the cross that he put on evil ash's fucking grave <laughs> and evil ash comes back out of the grave and reassembles and he's like ah, i live again um so he goes back to the the keep and they're like oh you got the book and he's like all right yeah send me back like in the deal <laughs> he kept saying like <laughs> like in the deal <laughs> like, like what the why are you saying it like that <laughs> Because uh, he knows he fucked up. <laughs> yeah. So they're like, yeah, you, so you said the words, right? And he's like, yeah, mostly. And they're like, I'm sorry. What do you mean by mostly? <laughs> and he's like, that, just, they're fucking words, whatever. Like, no, 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 no. <laughs> they're magic words, and you say them for a reason so that the army of deadites don't rise. And he's like, oh, well, you should have fucking told me that. <laughs> like you didn't say the words well not all of them <laughs> <laughs> so evil ash is amassing an army of darkness he's arguing with them and uh oh yeah he started he like started a relationship with this random chick uh and uh so a deadite a flying deadite comes and takes her away of course yeah. And he's like, fuck, I have to stay and help these people. God damn it. So he, like, helps them prepare for the Army of Darkness. Uh, Evil Ash turns Sheila, which, like, a medieval chick named Sheila. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, turns <laughs> Sheila into a deadite. He, his army advances. There's a big battle. You know, shit goes down. Uh... He turns his truck into a death copter thing. Yeah. Or turns his car, turns the the Delta into that. Um, which we haven't talked about the Delta. We've talked about it previously in other shows about where Sam was doing, uh, was directing. Yeah. And he fit the Delta in. Yeah. So the Delta has been on all three of these, which that's, it's where it started. Right. Yeah. So. It'll continue to be in stuff. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Delta's in... It's at least in the first Evil Dead movie. Yeah. The, 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 was the 2013 one. Was it in Rise? Was it in the parking garage? Yeah. Okay. I just didn't... I wasn't... I forgot to look for it. 
Um, but, uh, so, I mean, they, they fight the battle. There's a little thing with Sheila and, and Ash, and then, uh, he beats her and then he fights, uh, evil Ash again. And he had like taught that their alchemists to make fucking gunpowder. So they had all these like bomb trebuchets and like arrow bombs and shit. So there's one that's like set up and evil Ash like got burned. So he's just a fucking skeleton now. And he like jumps down <laughs> on top of one of the trebuchets. Cause he doesn't know what it is. And he has the book and he's like talking shit to Ash and Ash drops a one liner and cuts his hand off. So he drops the book and then he cuts the thing. Cause the fucking trebuchet's lit and <laughs> he gets thrown <laughs> out and he does this fu- like there's so much stupid ass slapstick in this yeah it's fucking great yeah. but like the one that was just like what the fuck when he's flying through when fucking evil ash is on this thing flying through the air his fucking his <laughs> the top of his skull blows off <laughs> like he, he like his mind is blown that he's gonna die <laughs> I was like god damn it <laughs> That's so fucking stupid <laughs> yeah. It's hilarious though Because it's so fucking stupid And they know it's stupid Yeah um, Yeah they didn't treat it too seriously No so the good guys win And they're like alright We're gonna send you back to your time now Ash Oh Sheila wakes up but he leaves her ass anyway <laughs> It's just pillow talk baby It's just pillow talk baby Uh so he goes back to his time, but again, he's supposed to say the words and he's like, yeah, whatever. So I'll say the words, whatever. I'll, I'll say the words and I'll take this potion and go to sleep and I'll wake up in my time. Right. And he's like, yeah, all right, fine. So he's this whole time. He's telling this, this story to Ted Raimi at, yeah. at S Mart. Yeah. Where he Ted, works. Ted Raimi is also in the castle. Yes. He's like the guy with the, uh, bowl cut. the bowl cut and yeah. the shitty goatee. Yeah, it looks like a shitty monk. Yeah. And he's like, he has like the most terrible fucking like badass medieval guy voice. Cause like when, when Ash is like, all right, I know you all think I'm a coward or whatever. Cause I was going to leave you in a lurch, but I'll help you kill the deadites. Who's with me. And the blacksmith's the first one to speak up. And then Ted Raimi's like, and you have my steel. <laughs> and he just sounds like a fucking turd. It's yeah. great. Uh, Ted Raimi is Sam Raimi's brother and he's like in all his shit but it's after after this right uh, but uh cause he wasn't in the first Evil Deads but um it would have been better if he had been but whatever so so he's telling Ted this stuff at S-Mart and uh, this girl is like listening to, and she's like, "Well, what?" She says something. I don't remember what she says, but he's like, "Yeah, I don't remember what what the fuck gets said." But then, like, this other chick next to them turns into a fucking deadite. Yeah. So he fights a deadite in the present in Smart, and he shoots it like a hundred times with a lever action that only holds like eight rounds. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And puts it down, and then he says another one-liner, and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. So this... <clears throat> I love this movie, and I actually think this is the best, like, actual movie. Like, as far as, like, the structure of it and stuff. Out of, of the three? Of, of these three. Oh, yes. Of the last, I agree. So far. Yeah, so far. Sorry, we've been, like, doing it so far. So, so yeah. far, yeah, it so is far. the best structural movie yes uh it also has like the best acting so far yes uh casting even, even though it's far campier oh yeah <laughs> than the others no. the acting is so much better the acting is way better the the effects are better like everything about it is better yeah i think uh but it like if it's not, if you are not into like a ridiculously campy like if if you hated Xena and Hercules you're not going to like this yeah if you never watched Xena or Hercules then the, 
just watch this anyway. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you if you stopped watching Xena and Hercules after like seasons, I think three and four, you would hate this because the beginning of Xena and Hercules takes itself way too serious. Oh yeah, and then eventually it gets it gets campy, campy and ridiculous. Yeah, because this is like campy, like. Two was campy on purpose, but it was like they were learning how to do it still. Yeah. This is like campy on purpose, but it's like well honed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And like they still didn't have a ton of money, but they had enough. Right? Like sometimes I was laughing because like they would have like fucking Halloween store skeleton guys next to <laughs> yeah. dudes in Halloween store ma- skeleton masks that had the black mesh over the eyes so you could like see the depth in the of the eye socket on the the fake skeletons standing next to the dudes with the black mesh covering the hole in the yeah. eye and I was just like that's fucking hilarious these <laughs> these yeah. masks are garbage yeah but you know, just the I, various stages of the decomposing skeletons. Yeah, sure. The black mesh is—it's it, from them covering their eyes for some kind of afterlife ritual, whatever. Yeah. Not no, but <laughs> it's because they had like fake dude, fake dude, real guy with a mask. Yeah. Uh, but like I think they had a—they obviously had a way bigger budget than they did previously. Um. Oh yeah, for sure. Just to like be Do able to shoot in and or build did. a castle. <laughs> yeah, but um, I think everything about this was better. Like the realization of who Ash is. Like yeah. this is the most Ash Ash that you get until you get uh Ash versus Evil Dead in like what was that fifteen. And that yeah, started six, 15, 16, something like that. Two thousand fifteen to two thousand eighteen, I think. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't watched that, it's on Netflix now. I just saw. I actually just saw. Is it on Netflix? I think it's on Netflix now. I, I just saw check. a. Uh, I watched the first episode after this. Oh, you did. Yeah, but I watched it on Amazon. Uh, it was originally on Stars. Yeah. So I I watched uh, I I saw randomly in my Instagram feed a video of uh it might have been at like a bruce arama which i don't know if we talked about that on the show there was a bruce arama local to us but it was on a monday night yeah russell works monday nights i work tuesday mornings it was not gonna work out we super wanted to go they were gonna watch army of darkness if you don't know what bruce arama is bruce campbell who plays ash uh he does like a viewing of a movie I think there might be a Q&A, and then he does, like, a game show where he picks people out of the audience and does, like, a trivia game show. And then you, like, win signed shit, I think, like, swag stuff. Um, but unfortunately, we couldn't go. It would have been super awesome. Actually, somebody on Facebook asked us about it. Or said said they went to it and it was awesome or something like that. I don't remember. But uh, we wish we could have gone. But we we couldn't. Yeah, Ash versus Evil Dead is not on Netflix anymore. Oh, anymore. Yeah, it was for a while. Yeah, it was. That's where I watched the first okay. two seasons. So it was like this was an older video then. So if you don't, if you don't already have stars, you can buy each season for ten dollars on Amazon. That's not terrible. No, that's not too bad. Uh, but it was basically like, you know, I knew we weren't gonna do great. With Ash versus Evil Dead, because every time I talked to somebody about it, I was like, hey, we're coming out with a TV show. And they're like, oh my God, that's awesome. What's it going to be on? And he's like, it's going to be on Stars. And they're like, what's that? <laughs> okay, but who is he talking to that doesn't know what Stars is? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that is hilarious, but... Uh, and then he was like, yeah. And then after after it was canceled, I found out that it was the most pirated television show in, the, in history. <laughs> Thanks, guys! <laughs> Thanks for that. 
I was like, oh man, fucking Bruce. Love that dude. But anyway, this is the most ash ash that we get until that came came out. Yeah. So for twenty three years. Yeah. This was the best version of Ash that we had. Yeah. Well, if you include the video <laughs> games, like he's like, I mean, he's Ash. Yeah. In the video games, but I mean, those weren't really. I mean, they're not like canon. But yeah. Yeah. And it was, but I, I, he did. I think he did the voice for two out of three of them. He might have done all three. I know he at least did the, he voice did the for most the recent that one I played. Then he did all three. Okay. Because he retired playing the character in live action, but he didn't retire doing the voice. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. This also, like, I don't know. It, it's it's like a distillation of everything about that was good about the first two movies, except for any horror element. <laughs> like, there's no real horror here. Yeah. I I mean. I guess if it's like if you consider it like too campy to have a horror element. Yeah, I I think yes. I think the only thing that could possibly be scary in this whole movie is him getting chased by the faceless entity. Yeah, because everything else is played entirely that, too camp to be scary. I don't know, except dude, for the like, children. Like so, Doug and I were talking about this, and like I still like watching it now. The scene with all the little hymns, fucking terrifying. Like, I know it's goofy, and I know it's played for jokes, but, like, fucking terrifying. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, and it's a whole Gulliver's Travel, like, rip, but, yeah, it, like, that scene when I was a kid, like, scared the shit out of me. Huh. Just all the little use, just running around. I'm not scared of little me's. I don't know, man. It's fucking, I don't know, something about it just trips me out. They could have all the nails and forks. It doesn't matter if I fall on them; they're all dead. So I might bleed a little like, bit, but they're all dead. Gets in him, and then he has an eyeball on his shoulder. And I feel like if I split in half into good me and evil me, it would probably still end the same way. <laughs> and I'm not saying it for a reason. I hope you understand that. So far, the quote. The the what he actually says there, oh, because yeah. that's going to be the quote for this episode. Yeah. Thanks. Edit that out. Yeah, Dave. Edit that out. Anyway, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I love this movie. I mean, it's not a ten, but it's really good. No, it's it's the best movie. Like, as far as like all the movies I've seen that are like this and that like spawned out of this movie, though, like it's the best. Yeah. Like I've never seen a campy movie I love as much as this movie. Yeah. And I think like anything that you could like really put against it, like the the quality of the effects, right? I think that actually lends to the campiness. Yeah. For sure. Because they're good enough to be what they're supposed to be, but they're not good enough to be like a fucking, you know, serious movie. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's like, you get what it's supposed to be putting across, but it's also like shitty enough to be funny. Yeah. So it's like, it, it adds to the point of the movie, which is to make you laugh. Yeah. So... I don't think you like a lot of the stuff that that you could maybe be mad about it. You can't. I don't hold it against it because I think it lends to it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I pretty much agree with that. Like, I mean, this movie pretty much killed trying to make skeletons like a serious scare factor, right? Yeah. Like, the, I mean, I mean, you could make them serious scare factor, but like, it's it's hard to do. And it's hard to do on on screen, like yeah, because like you know they did it several ways in this movie. You know they did like people in outfits that made it kind of look like they were skeletons, but they weren't really. But they like you know they had strategically placed clothes and stuff to hide that they were like a whole person. Yeah, um, which those aren't great. Other stuff is used that 
uh, and it never looks that great. Um, they use just like shitty plastic skeletons that they were moving around with like puppetry or whatever. Yeah. Or just had standing there. Or, you know, or, Bruce Campbell was just holding. Or Yeah. <laughs> or the best was like when they were like just there and like a person was standing next to them and they were like attached to that person. <laughs> like the scout is like fucking hilarious to me because it's like a dude that looks like a regular ass deadite. So he's still got flesh and stuff. Rolls up with a skeleton on a horse. Yeah. Right, so there's a, a deadite on a horse and a skeleton on a horse, and they roll roll up together, and then the skeleton talks, and the deadite doesn't say anything, and then they ride off together, and the skeleton is just bouncing around because it's a fucking piece of plastic on top of a horse that this other guy is leading, <laughs> and it's just like click 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 and you're <laughs> it's so fucking funny, it's terrible but it's fucking funny, yeah. And they did that a bunch in this. Or like, you know, they're just standing there like when he has the fucking... The, the Delta has the helicopter blade on it and he's like coming at these two skeletons. They like... <laughs> they held it just like... It's it's like if it was any other movie, it would be like they held this shot too long. Yeah. They should have trimmed it by like a second on the front end. Yeah. But it's fucking hilarious yeah. because they're just standing... Like completely stone still fake skeletons in some <laughs> kind of pose for like an extra two seconds where they're just like those are fake as fuck yeah and they're like ah! and they're like ah! and then they get hit by the <laughs> propellers and they get broken apart and then they like mirror image the fucking same exact ones in the other direction <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> It's so good. It's so fucking hilarious. I don't know what to complain about here. Like, I've, I've pointed out some shit that, like, if you don't like this kind of movie, you're not going to think it's funny. Yeah. But, like, I thought it was perfect. Yeah, no, the movie, the movie is great for what it is. Like, yeah. there's not... Like, it could have been... I mean, it could have been a little longer, and they could have had, like, a little bit more story, but, like would it detract from like just how absolutely like ridiculous the movie is like yeah, i don't know the entertainment like, factor yeah because it's it, it is pretty short like it's what like hour and yeah it's, it's much 81 minutes other ones yeah so hour and 21 minutes yeah the other ones are short too but i think but this doesn't feel like this just keeps going like this doesn't really like there's no drag like there's nowhere that it drags there's no like I don't know. It's just completely ridiculous and completely hilarious the entire time. Evil Dead 1 was an hour and 25 minutes, and Evil Dead 2 was an hour and 24 minutes. So this is the shortest one, but they're all about the same. Yeah. And this had more story than either of the other two. Yes. Yes. But yeah, I mean, if you wanted to make this into a show or an epic, then you definitely could have. Uh, but I would, I mean, you got to make a totally different movie then. Yeah. Cause if you're going to make it like two and a half hours with a lot of story and stuff, then you have to make it a serious movie. And I think the, the budget needs to grow accordingly. Oh yeah, for sure. But no, I mean, I, I agree. Like, I don't, I don't really have any complaints about this movie. Like, would you like to see, um, the, this new evil dead franchise go that way? Yes. So it's time, right? So there's so, like, actually... I don't think there's ever been a movie like that, that that was a serious movie, right? No, not really. Like, most of the movies where, like, the dude gets kicked back into time are, like, comedies. Yeah. I mean, I guess, like, Timeline with uh, Paul Walker. I'm pretty sure it was Paul Walker. Yeah, um, I don't know. That was, like, kind of serious. And then, like... But, like... I mean, all the movies I think of where, like, the, the dude goes back in time, like, into a medieval kingdom, like, they're almost always, like, comedies. Yeah, and like, I don't even necessarily mean the time travel part. Just, like, even if they just did, like, a, hey, this is Evil Dead in the past, we didn't have somebody travel back, this is just, like, a prequel, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, well, so this is what, so this is where I was going. This is what I want to see. Um, <clears throat> so, so there's Mia... Well, I don't know that I can say this. 
with that. if you if you haven't seen Evil Dead Rise yet, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, might spoil something for you. <laughs> so, well, no, I figured out how to word it. Okay, so there's a fan poster of the two survivors from the next two movies, mm. and they're standing next to each other on the poster. And one has a chainsaw arm, mm-hmm. one has a shotgun. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I seen that, I was like, fuck, please, please, for the love of God, give us that next. Because Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, Army of Darkness. <clears throat> right? So what I want to see is I want to I see another one. Mm-hmm. And so I want to see another one with the two surviving characters. And the opening scene is the same scene with those two characters played next to each other. So not like cutting back and forth because it would add, it would it would be just the right amount of camp to watch two scenes play out next to each other followed by what we've gotten out of Evil Dead 2013 and Evil Dead Rise. So I see the two scenes on screen at the same time played mm-hmm. out next to each other with the two surviving characters. Like you know, they're you're it's a shot from behind, they're like walking somewhere and some shit happens, dead eye pops out of nowhere. <clears throat> Both movies end like right after the climax, right? Yeah. So it should literally be them like walking out of that scene. Yeah. So you know, parallel scenes, they're in two different areas, two different locations, because yeah. they don't know each other, they've never yeah. met. I know where we're going. And they get into like a scrap with a deadite and some shit happens or with something or another. And somehow the time portal vortex opens Yeah, and they both get sucked in yeah. and they both get dropped into medieval times yeah. together and like, don't split them apart because you're only going to have like two hours to do this movie. So don't spend a lot of time with them being separated. Like let them get to know each other. Let them like talk about their experiences and what happened to them. And then, and then like let the movie take the take take the fuck off just like army of darkness has yeah and like so we got but it's super serious and scary as fuck yes yeah from then on out the only goofy part is watching the two scenes play out and then i mean the deadites obviously what they've done with them in the next two movies like they are like kind of funny yeah like they say kind of they say ridiculous shit that they say in these movies but in a terrifying way yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so like that's what i want that's where i want this to go yeah like yeah that would fucking so i didn't mean the time travel i just meant like a medieval movie that was a horror movie that was just like it was a zombie movie or whatever oh uh black death no what do you mean no black death wasn't black death was just the black death it was just Black Plague. With Sean Bean? Yeah. Those zombies, bro. That's oh, Black Plague. Because they rip him apart at the end. Because he's got the plague. We'll have to rewatch it. I'm pretty sure, like, the people that they were there with were crazy. They were, like, crazy fucking, like, religious zealots and shit. Maybe. And it like the whole time you thought it was zombies, but it wasn't. Are they in? Maybe it's not the movie I'm thinking of, but are they in a like they're like troop or whatever? Or are they like locked up in a wooden cage thing at one point? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Either way, y- yes. For the most part, there are there are if there are movies, there are very few of them that are like medieval horror movies. Yeah. Like, there's, like, creepy medieval movies, but... Yeah, there's, like, a lot of, like, possession or, like, uh, like, crazy cult stuff or whatever, but, yeah. like, not a lot, but there's some. Yeah. Vampires. Um, but not, like, anything, like, not anything, like, I, I want, like, something like, uh, something like, like, 30 Days a Night or, um, um... Fuck, there's one that I've never heard you talk about that I can't think of the name of it right now. Um, hold on. Please hold. And I really want to watch it, but I thought maybe we'd do it for the show on Halloween. Uh, I think it has Bill Paxton in it. Yeah, Near Dark. I don't think I've ever seen that. Um... 
cowboy Caleb Colton meets gorgeous May at a bar, and the two have an immediate attraction, but when May turns out to be a vampire and bites Caleb on the neck, their relationship gets complicated. Racked with a craving for human blood, Caleb is forced to leave his family and ride with May and her gang of vampires, including the evil Severin. Along the way, Caleb must decide between his new love of May and the love of his family. From 1987. Directed by Catherine Bigelow. We'll have to watch a trailer for it when we're done. Because it, it, like that, that doesn't really tell you what the fuck's going on. Yeah. Like the, the scenes I've seen from this movie make it look like Bill Paxton is like a vampire fucking Terminator. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's, (laughs) it, the movie looks wild. Yeah. Um, But like something like that, where it's like crazy ass violent. But still serious and scary, but medieval. Yeah, monster movie like so, like some straight up fantasy horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That what was the, what the fuck was that werewolf movie that was like kind of like that? Fuck, what was that? Which one? I think Anthony Hopkins is in it. Oh, um. Fuck, it's, uh... This episode is just me and Shane trying to remember things. Uh, what's the, what's the, what's uh, the dude's name that we, uh, what's Tuvan's name? What's the collector's name? Benicio Del Toro. Anthony Hopkins. Del Toro. The Wolfman. Yeah. It wasn't medieval, but it was, like, Victorian, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't go back as far as we're talking about going back. Yeah, Victorian. But yeah, that's I. I think that would be fucking sick. I don't think they're gonna do that, but I think that would be fucking sick if they did that with the Evil Dead series now. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. I mean, I mean, let's fucking let's get like let's get like a straight up medieval prequel, and then let's send our survivors back yeah yeah we get a medieval prequel where everyone dies and then they show up at the end yes yes yeah and it's two parts and they come out six months apart we're not gonna write this movie for you guys while the writer's strike is happening hey so like i know shane just said that but like we're not scabs russell we're not scabs russell Money would be hard to turn down, though. <laughs> <laughs> and it could be our time to shine. Not not what no. they're paying. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> hey, they'd be like, here's 10 grand, and I'd be like, I was supposed to be able to quit my full-time job. That doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, anyway, Army of Darkness. It's fucking cool. Do you want to go down to the corner? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's a good movie. I don't... I, it's good for what it is. I got a lot of childhood joy out of this movie. Yeah. All right, let's go down to the corner. Let's go down to Shane's Trivia Roundabout. Shane's Trivia Roundabout. <laughs> Uh, we already talked about the Delta 88. Yep. Uh, we already talked about the tobacco smoke that's pumped through a tube up the... Oh, this is slightly different. Uh, Bruce Campbell says that in order to make it appear the chainsaw was always running, tobacco smoke was pumped through a tube that was slid up his right pant leg, up his shirt, and into the chainsaw. (laughs) Uh, Bruce Campbell was displeased with the studio's delayed release of the film and its re-editing of it. He stated he wasted a year of his life waiting for the film to get released to cinemas. Ooh, that sucks. Hmm. That is not neat. All three Evil Dead movie films can be seamlessly cut together, which has been done by some fans, though some introductory footage of the sequels is lost. That doesn't make sense because there's... Yeah, Two is one... But retconned and Army of Darkness retcons 
parts of two. That doesn't work. Well, if you if you cut out, I mean, two you could do two into Army of Darkness if you cut out what would basically be the stinger at the end of two. So like, yeah, you could like vortex. Yeah, you could cut. Yeah, and then you could cut the beginning of Army of Darkness so that it doesn't retcon two. It's not yeah. important that they remove those characters. They just pull them. They just cut them out of the introduction yeah. into or in Army but of Darkness. You could also just explain it like Ash didn't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what the fuck? Okay, this is crazy. In the original draft, Ash lost an eye. Uh, I mean, that first sentence seemingly has nothing to do with the rest of this. Hold on. (laughs) (laughs) So that's the first sentence of this one. And then it says, the original draft didn't go into medieval times until the second half. With the first half serving as a big budget recap of both Evil Dead 1 and 2. Which, why would you recap both of them when they're the same movie? Yeah. We would have also seen more about Ash's personal life, such as him in college and working at S-Mart. The Raimis wrote the script this way because they didn't think Universal would fund a sequel to a low-budget indie film and instead planned to make it as a standalone partial remake, but were excited when they greenlit a straightforward Evil Dead sequel and decided to scrap nearly anything involving the original Cabin in the Woods besides a brief prologue. Huh. That's, that's, that's neat. neat. Um, an issue of the magazine Fangoria can be seen in the car's trunk. This was director Sam Raimi showing his gratitude for the publications, including the original Evil Dead 1981 when it initially premiered. It was released in Japan as Captain Supermarket. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Japan. Why? I don't know. Uh... During the scene where Ash is being pelted with rocks, fake rocks were used. But to get a more realistic reaction out of Bruce Campbell, and partially as a prank, director Sam Raimi pelted him with potatoes. This cut was used. (laughs) Uh... Sam Raimi originally wanted to call the film The Medieval Dead, but Universal Pictures refused. The title Army of Darkness was created by Irvin... Irvin? Irvin? Jesus, Shane. Irvin Shapiro, the uncredited producer of The Evil Dead 1981 and executive producer of Evil Dead 2 1987, who died two years before this film was made. Raimi then wanted to naturally give it the title Evil Dead 3 Army of Darkness, but the studio wanted the film to stand on its own from the rest of the series, so it just it was just titled Army of Darkness. The film was called Army of Darkness, The Medieval Dead for its UK release. Jesus Christ. I would have accepted Evil Dead 3, The Medieval Dead. <laughs> Evil Dead 3, The Army of Darkness. The Medieval Dead wasn't was either the standalone title. Oh, it was just going to be the standalone yeah. title. And then it was it was the colon title of Army of Darkness in UK. Gotcha. Which is that? That's wild. Embeth Davids had such a rough time shooting the fight scenes, filming at night, and wearing heavy prosthetics that she contemplated quitting acting. In a later interview, she acknowledged the hardships she had to endure, but said over the years she had come to enjoy all the positive comments she got from fans of the film. Ted Raimi played at least four characters: the cowardly warrior who doesn't want to die. The man who shouts, you can count on my steel. The swordsman with an eye patch, and the S-Mart store clerk. Huh. I like that I, two I, of those. Yeah, I thought he was the cowardly warrior, because he's like, I don't want to die! <laughs> I like how it's at least. Like, we don't know. He played at least four. He might have played more than that. He was also seven of the skeleton men. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, The film is infamous for having four different versions. The U.S. theatrical, the European, the director's cut, and the U.S. TV version. Each included deleted extended scenes, as well as scenes that were re-edited in a different order, depending on what version the viewer watched. The one that had the most restored scenes was the 90-minute U.S. TV version. All these versions have been compiled in a box set that was released both in the U.S. and Germany. Huh. That's neat. It's fucking weird. 
during filming of the climactic sword fight at Arthur's Castle, Bruce Campbell suffered a small gash to his face when a decorative pin on his cape cut him during a stunt. He was immediately taken to the Pulsa Rosa Ranch location to see a plastic surgeon to assess the damage. The examina- after At the examination, the doctor had to have the actual injury pointed out amid the myriad special effects scars and cuts Ash's <laughs> characters had accumulated during the story. Campbell was treated and returned to set shortly thereafter to finish the scene. Oh my god. During filming, the Oldsmobile Delta 88 falling out of the sky, uh, this was shot twice. Uh, during the first attempt, the 25-ton crane lifting the car failed due to mechanical problems and toppled over the edge of a cliff at the quarry location where filming was taking place. Wow. <laughs> that was half the budget. Yeah. Fortunately, no injuries occurred because the crane operator jumped from the cab before the crane went over the edge. Days later, a larger 80-ton crane was brought in to remove the damaged crane and reshoot the car drop. In the final edit, elements of the reshoot, as well as footage from the end of Evil Dead 2, were used. That's crazy. We'll do a couple more. One of the items visible in Ash's trunk is a copy of Dark Horse Presents 5th Anniversary Special, originally published in April 1991. This comic includes the very first installment of Frank Miller's Sin City. That's neat. Uh, contrary to popular belief, Ash does not say the words Klaatu, Barada, Nikto, or reputed homage, uh... To the day the earth stood still, 1951, but a slight variant in which he pronounces the second word as Verata instead of Barata. Uh, apparently, this is intentional, as the wise man is also heard saying the words this way when instructing Ash on what to do when he retrieves the Necronomicon. Hmm. Huh. One more. I'm going to do one more. Uh, according to Sam Raimi in the book The Evil Dead Companion by Bill Warren, Charles Napier was to play Ash's boss in S-Mart, but his role was totally cut. Likewise, Bridget Fonda was scheduled to have more screen time as Linda. That makes more sense. Yeah. Because I was like, I know, I know who that is. Yeah. Why is she playing this random <laughs> t- tiny role? Because she was supposed to have more. So that's that's it. For Shane's Trivia Roundabout. Shane's Trivia Roundabout. All right, you ready to rate this? Let's rate it. I'm going to rate it high. Rate it. I'm going to rate it high. Rate it so high. I'm going to give it a nine. Nice. I think this movie's really good. Uh, If you guys don't like the style of movie you're not going to agree with me but like I think it does what it intends to do extremely well especially for the budget like I think some of that actually adds to the movie as far as the humor so I think I think it's I think it's great it's a nine Russell at its core if someone can't applaud this movie for anything at its core, this movie can be applauded for its fucking heart. Oh yeah. There's a lot of passion went into this and I feel like you can, you can see it and feel it making, watching the movie. They put a lot of passion into making it. Um, as far as like technically goes, I mean, yeah, some of the, some of the special (laughs) effects suck, but whatever. I don't even care. Um, and then some of the, well, no, not some of the, that's, that's really it. Like the pacing of the movie, I think is, is like really good. The The story is, I mean, it's pretty base, but I mean, it's good. Um, yeah. And it's fun and, you know, stays lighthearted for the most part. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think this is a fantastic movie for what it is. Uh, I also was going to give it a nine, you know. Okay. Because um, I agree. Uh, and I that's that's all I got. Like, it's a good movie. It's one of my favorites. I'm dumb, and I should have texted Dave earlier. 
I just texted him if he had a rating. <laughs> I'm sorry, buddy. If you send me one, it's not making it into the show. All right. So Army of Darkness got two nines. I'm sure Dave loves it. I'm sure he does. It's just more of what he loved about the other ones, I think. Um, but that's going to do it for this episode of DQB Does, where we talked about Army of Darkness. Up, up next is Evil Dead 2013. As we continue Evil Dead May. Thank you for listening. Please find us on all our social media, searching Drafty Quarters Productions. You can also find us on Patreon. Please subscribe. We've got some extra content that is exclusive to Patreon. It's only $1 a month. You canceled your Disney subscription. I think you can handle $1. Uh, so we can get to 1000 so we can afford Disney. Plus... Um, <laughs> And then we'll just watch it for you. Yeah, we'll watch it for you and tell like... you what what happens. Uh, whether you should you should watch it anyway. Uh, you can email us draftyq at gmail Questions, comments, concerns. Thank you very much. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. <laughs> <laughs>